When you bring your child home for the first time, you want a baby monitor you can trust. When you choose Stork, you choose technology trusted to monitor 10 million babies in hospitals every year. Stork continuously tracks your baby's pulse rate, oxygen saturation, and temperature. Visit MassimoStork.com to learn more. Stork, a revolutionary baby monitor, is born. Stork is not a medical device. Read and understand all product labeling. Massimo data on file. The energy felt different every time we, we got close to people again, um, even if we were at a distance because we hadn't seen them before. So it's kind of like we kind of skipped the bullshit mm-hmm. of what it's normally like when you visit family or when you do some stuff like the small talk. <laughs> it's not it's been just we don't have time because hey, we, we, we got to soak this up. Right. This is good. Let's we got talk. 10 minutes. <laughs> Put your mask on. Now check it out. Now look, the apple don't fall far from trees, right? I'm in the land of milk and honey with the bees, like. And if I'm ripping it, what I'm so with my seeds, like. Now check it out. I've been a father since I was a toddler. I would teach the mother. Hey, y'all. Hey, I'm Mikey. And I'm Randy. And this is the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast, <laughs> where we give you an uncensored look into all we're learning, unlearning, and loving about marriage in real time. Yes, we are thankful that you tuned in. Welcome all. Before we get into our episode, we wanted to shout out our village over on Patreon with a special mention to everyone who joined us at game night. Yes, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. We do this monthly, and this month we played, or last month we played Among Us. And it was really great. We got on Zoom. You know, it doesn't require you to be on Zoom. We got on Zoom so we could see each other. And it it got it got heated. So <laughs> thank y'all so much. No trust. Um, we had winners, people who won up to ten dollars of Mikey's hard earned money. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it was worth it. It was, it was fine. great. It was good. So thank y'all. We have no corrections, but no. before we get into our episode, we want to let everyone know this is the last episode for November. Mm-hmm. We all need this break, especially with elections looming. Mm-hmm. God bless everyone. And we we will be back Wednesday, December 2nd. And we'll, and that's when we'll, well, not, that's not when we'll close our season. We'll close our season on the in 14th. December. Yeah. But on December. December 14th. Is our final episode of season Two, we are already thinking about season three. We are ready for season three, but we got ideas and such. We we need time to plan and execute and all these things. And so our final episode for season two will be December 14th. So if you have any feedback, emails, voicemails you want to leave, leave them because we do share them and we will before we leave. Mm-hmm. All right. So continuing with the theme of plot twists, we're going to talk about things we gained in the fire. That is 2020. <laughs> <laughs> This is that's a plot twist. Yeah, that's a plot twist. Well, there actually were some gains this year. Talking about the pros of this terrible. Yeah, this is probably something people usually save for December, and in another life, we probably would have saved this for December. But it's twenty twenty. Who knows if we'll make it to December? So we're going to do this episode right now. In our first segment, we're going to list five good things each that came out of twenty twenty that got us through slash mm-hmm. helped us remain sane whatever that means for us and y'all second is our fight or flight where today i'm confronting mikey about irritating drew which essentially irritates me i don't irritate my daughter finally Mikey, you know that's a lie it's not true i don't irritate her she loves me finally we'll wrap it up with our pda segment where we show each other some love and or thank each other for something we hope you enjoy 
we're back. So the backstory is we were like, you know what? We got to talk about 2020, but we didn't want to talk about any of the things that <laughs> any of the bad stuff. Um, there's a laundry list of that. And there are a lot of election voting episodes um, circulating right now that are really good. But we didn't want to add to that because it makes us sad. <laughs> we were like, you know what? We're already a little tense. Let's give the people something different. And also there's that meme that's circulating. That says, um, it's like uh, when uh, when the clock strikes 12.01 and it's January 1st, how everything is going to be perfectly fine. <laughs> and we know it's and not. We're just gonna act like this year didn't happen, but it did happen. It did happen and left a real effect and real life uh impact and consequences and we will never be the same. And on top of that, y'all go vote. If you have already voted, good job. We voted early because we would not be outside on the third. <laughs> we will be inside. I might even have some alcohol. I don't even know. We <laughs> we were gonna be inside. Um and but if you don't, if you haven't voted, if for whatever reason you can't, you know, couldn't go early, please be safe out here and, you know, just, just, yeah, just be safe. So, yeah, with that being said, we are going to share five things each that we gained this year, this 2020, before November 3rd. So, Mikey, how about you? What was your first thing? One of the things that I wrote down is like one of the the positive things that came out of this year. The first thing that I could think of was the creative boom. Mm-hmm. I saw a lot of people just get creative because yeah. of the way that um that this year has gone. It's forced a lot of people to trash it differently. Um, it's forced a lot of people to accept that there are some things that have changed and they got to find a way like around it. Like with us specifically, we we had to build a whole daycare space <laughs> and we yeah. had to like actually sit down with each other and talk things out in a different way. We have to figure out how to make space work for us, which is one of like the main things that, stick, that comes to mind because it just wasn't before. Um, there are a lot of realizations that we had to come to, but out of this, this like really sad time, people just found like ways to get creative. What were some of your favorite ways that people got creative? Other than everybody starting a podcast. <laughs> um, uh, I think just some of the content that came out during this time. Um, I'm not talking about this later. Yeah. So music, because pe- like artists or musicians have been inside, they've had a little bit more time to create something just a little bit different. I've heard some really great albums over this year. Yeah. That, it, and it's kind of like surprising. I would like to be outside and enjoying these things or even going to some concerts, but like, there's been some great music that comes out of this. Yeah. It's like when Mary's really, really sad. Like, you get a great album. Mikey. <laughs> saying, like, it's not okay. <laughs> It's great content. I like her happy too. I you do. Like, so you like just fine more than I'm going down. First of all, I'm going down is a is a um what's the word? It's not even hers, right? It's the a, way she sang it. <laughs> how you know she sang it. You know it, I how love she just fine. Saying, I don't I'm even know saying. why you chose that option. Because I love that whole album. In comparison, your first answer should be no. You don't. That's your first answer. Because I know some of y'all toxic people like when Mary going through it, but I do not. I'm not saying I like when she's going through it. I'm saying the music better. Anyway, what was your other one? Yeah, any more creative booms that you liked? Us. Outside of artists? I mean, outside of like music artists? No, like just with us. Like we have, um, we had a mini meeting (laughs) the other day about how excited we were and the things that we have as far as ideas for our next season. And Mm -hmm. I don't know, that was just real. Like it's just like the way your mind starts working when you look at things differently because you're forced to. It's just, I think that that has been one of the, the pluses that came out of all of this. Yeah. 
Yeah. I agree. All right. What about you? Thank you, Mike. Uh, my first thing that we gained or that I love that we gained was Lovecraft Country. <laughs> I am so thankful for this show. I am completely committed to Journey. I'm glad you forced us to um, watch it. I love her. I love her work. I remember watching Selma Lord Selma as a kid. Eve's Bayou, of course. I forgave her presentations, the Fantasia's movie that she did with Tyler Perry. When we went to the theaters and saw that. Were you with me? No. I, you, I, I don't see Tyler Perry movies ever in Maybe theaters, it was me and Brie. But okay. That was funny. I forgave her for that. And I love, like, I just love her. And she just really did her thing with this show she and with Misha and like, like it was just such a labor of love and it was so, it was just what I needed. Y'all know I love horror and it was bloody. It was brilliant. <laughs> it was even probably more gory than the boys, which is like, there, yes, which it had I moments. couldn't even imagine was like hard to beat. But I was like, oh, there, oh, the blood don't, oh, the blood don't stop. There was a moment where we were eating dinner and watching the episode, <laughs> y'all. And I'm chewing on my hamburger, and this was like the the wrong moment to chew on a hamburger because it was kind of like well done. <laughs> it was like medium well, and it's just it was it was so bad. Just blood everywhere. It was just brilliant. Jonathan Majors, like oh my god, oh that show. I mean, I, I'm gonna rewatch it. It was just a beautiful show, and I love that racist white people got their comeuppance. I love that mm-hmm. people was getting beheaded. Cars was getting fucked up. Like it was just, it brought me so much <laughs> joy. <laughs> I felt so much joy and just magic and I black can't people leave you out on that ledge power. by yourself. You are not alone. I just can't even watching racist white people get theirs was just interesting. It wasn't even the death. It was more just like the justice, whatever mm. justice means to you. I felt like there were consequences to actions as they should be, <laughs> and there really was a um insistence on black people owning their magic not being afraid of magic Mm -hmm. realizing that we all got our um as i've heard lots of people say like we all have our practices that come from us Mm. and you know white supremacy colonialism all these things have made us feel like this stuff is demonic have made us hate ourselves and which is like one of the storylines in the show and it was just really powerful like come back to yourself it was beautiful and yeah i'm just so thankful for lovecraft country this 2020 you remember the air date for it when it first came out i don't because i started watching it like two weeks two three weeks after it came out well it was only 10 10 episodes yeah so a couple so it hasn't been yeah it hasn't been that long but i finished it with everyone else we did we both finished it Mm -hmm. with with the world and so I will probably start rewatching it today through elections. I'm just gonna watch that. As somebody who <laughs> does not like horror, like I'm, I watch it because Randy likes it, and there are some things that I've like seen that I kind of like, like like now. Like this was really good. It was, it was beautiful. It was nice to have a show that ended in a way where I was actually satisfied. Yeah, right. No cliffhangers. It ended like, like how it ended. I mean, mine is like that one tragedy. At the yeah. end, which I will not speak on because I do not believe it. And no. Spoiler alert. Absolutely not. But it ended like Get Out. We were just, I was just talking about this with Deslin, your sister, mm-hmm. and how like it ended, like if Get Out had ended with him getting locked up or getting arrested, it really would have truly been a horror movie for black people. Because mm-hmm. we had already been through too, so much with him in this movie that because it ended with him like getting rescued by his friend, it was beautiful. Yeah. It kind of ended it like that with Lovecraft. Anyway, it was great. 
What's your second I thing? I like that. That's a good choice. Thank you. We gained Lovecraft. We did. In, 2020, in the fire. Mr. Green, thank you. We do not deserve you. Thank you. <laughs> well, that feeds into my second thing. Um, black unity. Okay. Now, we grew up in a predominantly black area. Me coming from the project, it just is what it is. I've always grown up with black people around me. And because of that, I have my own feelings about black people, supporting black people. Like, we were just raised a certain way. We were taught a certain way. It's interesting to see over the course of this year how much black people have come together um, because of the events of all the people who have died this year, why they've died this year, f- to vote, to try to come together for something, I think has been one of the major pluses. I know that we specifically have directly tried to spend more money with black businesses than we have in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and stuff like that, I feel like is is one of our is, is a pro to me. I have been just more intentional about who I give my money to, what I spend my time to, what I put my energy into. And it's just different now being an adult who's like working in a space with other adults versus like someone who teaches black kids. Cause it was my job at that time. So, you know, pour into black kids. It was, it was, it was very like my, my work was linear. It was very direct. I knew exactly what I was supposed to be doing. But now that I'm not in that space, I have to actively go seek things out. And it was nice to see people actively seeking out how to help black people this year. Yeah. Sad because of all of the reasons for it. But one of the things that I think that we gained was just more black unity. Um, just making that seem like more of a thing that you should get into to people who may not have grown up with it or may not have experienced it in the way that we did. Right. No, I agree. It was beautiful. Especially seeing all the donations and, and funding to black trans organizations and mm-hmm. bailouts. It was beautiful. Yeah. Like, there was just we a still got a lot to confront. Stick. No, that's true. Like everybody, we yeah. still have a lot to like confront with with how we treat each other and um, people in the LGBTQ community and women and boys, you know, little black boys and everything. But we still have a lot to do. But in terms, like I, re- I feel you. Like it was beautiful to see. It is still beautiful to see people come together and just try to hear each other. Steps in a positive direction. Yes. Yeah, try to hear each other and see each other. You know, try. Just seeing that effort be put forth was was nice. Yeah. And also, we came together about a whole bunch of other shit. It wasn't just like all the sad stuff. So like even Lovecraft, mm-hmm. like that being a thing and that being a talking point. On a Facebook group on on um that your sister Jill mm-hmm. added me to. Ugh. Just nerding out over there. And just in a year where things are just different, um, and have been different than any year past. Like. The last time you were in a Facebook group for a TV show, I believe, was Game of Thrones. Yep, Game me. of Thrones. Like we were in that yep. one. I'm still in that group. Years ago. I'm still there, too. <laughs> <laughs> and they, I still respond to memes yeah. because that's like it's my great. Like, escape or my outlet. But I think that it's been, that's one of the things that's just been really nice to see, personally. Yeah. Thanks, mate. My second thing, <laughs> I was losing count, is compassion. I feel like I've definitely, what's the word, up my compassion um, <laughs> your compassion level yeah like i'm higher on the spectrum now <laughs> okay and that was that was something that i was really intentional about this 2020 or this year before 2020 became 2020 mm-hmm. that was something i walked into 2020 knowing i wanted to do but i actually like have been really intentional about it in therapy um i made that very clear that that was something i wanted to get out of therapy is like work on my compassion like how do i become more compassionate and like understanding mm-hmm. why self-compassion and compassion for others doesn't always come naturally to me and like mm-hmm. how that's a trauma response you know like all these things and how we we, we going towards healing responses now yeah. so and also just but when the pandemic happened and the lockdowns happened 
And it really did just do something to my heart. I really has done something to my heart. And when you're forced to sit with yourself and watching people, when I'm forced to sit with myself and watching other people who are forced to sit with themselves and watching them like change, you know, for the most part, for the better or worse, but like just watching how one or the other definitely happened to people. Yeah. Like watching. Yeah, it definitely did. You either change for the better. Or you change for the worse during the time. You, and so like actually being privy to some of those experiences and being able to see people and see who people want to be. Mm-hmm. And like people realize who they want to be for better or for worse yeah. because of this year um, has been really eye opening for me. And it's just made me more compassionate. And I want to keep working on that. That is a muscle I need to build. Yes. But is. I am building it. You are. I am. Can't only be compassionate to your daughter. <laughs> I'm working on it. So that is one of the things that like when you after you had Drew that I noticed, like it was a little weird to me. What? how compassionate you were <laughs> i was like oh off rip you just like you had to have it's a child baby. in order to like that's not true baby, i'm not saying it's true i'm saying what happened what <laughs> happened was i started recognizing that you really it didn't t- it, it didn't take a lot because she hadn't harmed you like i, I don't yeah. know like there was that your is- walls were automatically down for for someone and i had not seen that yeah because even i had to break down walls with you when we were kids and you got walls up against siblings, family. Like, it's just like, that's a thing that happened. So it's like, it was really interesting to see you with somebody for the first time. And you just being like, I'm giving open. you all of my, like, what, is, <laughs> what the fuck is that? Well, compassion isn't just being open. I'm, no, I'm not saying, I'm saying I, in your yeah. case, that's what it looked like to me. Mm. I was like, I had to work over a decade for that. I mean, but you, you didn't I know, have to. not yeah. jealous of the baby. It's just funny. No, but you also, yeah, but you had to put in that work though. I'm making that face, but you kind of had to. Anyway. <laughs> You kind of had to. My point stands. <laughs> no, I hear you. No, but yeah, this year has really just, it's changed me in that way. Yeah. And I'm going to own that because, yeah. <laughs> How about you, Mike? Your third thing? Uh, my third thing is familial bonding. Okay. Just families coming together because you are literally split apart. Mm-hmm. But whether it was distance, health scares, whether it was trying to protect family because you have people who are at risk. Um, older or sicker yeah who would actually suffer some adverse effect of being exposed and you just want to keep them safe when it's time to or when we were able to reunite the energy felt different every time we we got close to people again um even if we were at a distance because we hadn't seen them before so it's kind of like we kind of skipped the bullshit mm-hmm. of what it's normally like when you visit family or when you do some stuff like the small talk <laughs> it's not it's been just we don't have time because hey, we, we got miss five y'all. minutes. We got to soak this up. Right. This is good. Let's we got talk. Ten minutes. <laughs> Put your mask on. Like people just people getting straight to the point have been like different conversations. It was mm-hmm. really nice visiting your grandparents. It was. It was. It, it, there was their no, lights went out, but it was good. Like it was, it was. the daytime. They got to see Drewby for the first time in like seven months. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it was interesting, like just just having that that moment to be faced with conversation. Like your electricity also ain't no. You trying to give us food? Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, though we did leave with some milk. Don't distract us with cooking and fried chicken. Yeah. Like actually, like we just sat and talked, mm-hmm. and Drew got to have like real, real FaceTime with her great grandparents, mm-hmm. and even when it's like with your mom, like we're seeing her more this year than you know than we, we have. Had before. When, we we yeah. always did, but like and now it's just really, like, really. It's consistent. like every two weeks, every other weekend, we're definitely seeing yeah. you because you got to take this baby. <laughs> <laughs> The conversations with my mom have been different again. She's been seeing, she's been seeing shit that she's been seeing as a nurse. And it's just, it's, it's lended itself to just being, 
just different conversations. We have been like forced as a family to like face some stuff. So it's just kind of, it's less bullshit in the conversation. It's mm-hmm. been more direct. I, I've enjoyed all the time we had together, specifically for Halloween. Oh, that yeah. It was really fun. I haven't had nice. all my siblings together in one space in a while. My big sister lives in Detroit, um, but she came down to visit and all my sisters went back up to Detroit with her. But we had a full blown photo shoot. Yeah, it was And nice. we played games, throwing candy at each other. And I thought that, I don't know, after a year of it just being just us and just this space and like just very limited interaction with people like everything that we've had now has been more filling than draining yeah when we when it comes to like family moments um i've also witnessed people do like really creative things to get together with family that they haven't seen in a while whether that's like zoom meetings or whatever we did a zoom like, meetings when we were yeah. first for mama's birthday we yeah got on zoom because we are a family who comes together for major holidays and shit like that. And it's, it's really a big deal when somebody, you know, hits a milestone. So Especially we did have a Zoom meeting earlier in the year. Um, and it's just nice to see, like, people who putting in effort and trying different ways of doing stuff. I know you're one of those people that already speaks to your grandparents. But, like, other people <laughs> have like, spoken to their grandparents more because of this. Yeah. And that's just, it's, it's been nice. It's, it's good to see. It was good to see. It was. And even us bonding more as a family because we're forced to be inside. Yes, yeah. there are the cons that we've spoken about. And there are things that we had to learn about how to take care of ourselves in that space. But we've had that space yeah. where we got to be together, which is a big deal, as you should, you know, as, as I've expressed coming off of previous episodes where we were just apart for a while. Um, but we've had like real time to bond as a unit. I think we have like a thing going. We do. We have like a rhythm. Drew does her thing. She comes out and one of us is missing. She's mm-hmm. like, um... My morning isn't complete until <laughs> until I see both of you. <laughs> she is really upset. She like, is. Um... It's nice. Like, me and you have a thing. Me and Drew have a thing. You and Drew have a thing. Drew and us have it. Like, it's, Drew and Drew? Nice. Yes. Yeah. And, like, it's, it's, been, it's been nice getting to know you more. Yeah. More again. And again. Remember, more we were supposed again. to be a whole episode. Yeah. We didn't know each other. We realized um, we had that moment in quarantine. That a lot of couples we see are going through. Yeah. I have no idea who you are. Yeah, you do. I mean, now I do. Yeah. You're kind of different. You're not the same person you were when you were 17. Thank the Lord above and all the ancestors. That wasn't that bad. Who? At 17. Thank you, Jesus Christ. Now, 19, 20. I can see why you would say that. You were, you were, I'm just so happy that you were. I was emotionally <laughs> stunted, but I was, I was, I was, I was, I was wrong with me Like, I didn't say nothing was like detrimentally wrong with you or we couldn't have been together, but you are not the same and that's no, a great girl, thing. Girl, and so girl. I had to like reintroduce ourselves, which we kind of did do this year. Absolutely. No, we definitely did. Well, we literally did. We had a sit down. We had a whole episode, yeah. <laughs> so, um, stuff like that. Just when was the space going to be created for something like this to happen? For you know. to get like real one on one FaceTime with somebody that you probably should have been. It definitely forced to. a lot of us to stop. Yeah. That's it, man. Bonding. What about you? What's your next one? My next one is what's one? This third one. My third one is books, 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 books. Nerd. Books, books, books. So this is a really big deal to me. Y'all hear me talk about books all the time, but I went the whole twenty nineteen and did not read a thing. I think I read four books all at like the top of the year. Put it in perspective as to how that compares to normally. I I read. I mean, I can't even explain it. Like, I, I read books. I read lots and lots of books in a year. And to only have done four, maybe in, like, the first two months of the year, 2019, was not okay. On was, average, like, on the low end, you could. I think it's safe to say you'd read about 60 books a year? Yeah. And it's still pretty low for some people. But 
I'm trying. On average, there have been years <laughs> that you've read, you've read more. You have a running list of books that you've read and times that you And reread. I don't always count the yeah. books I reread because I'm like, it doesn't really count as a new book. Anyway, but. That means absolutely nothing. I have watched Training Day 500 times. I ain't going to say I just watched it and I seen it. I rewatch it and rewatch it, and j- that's just. The I mean, thing. you do learn something new. You do, but I did do some rereads this year that really were good for my soul. But I got to read so much this year, and part of the reason was I was trying to escape. I stopped drinking to get drunk. Stop drinking as an escape, and you started reading as an escape. So, like I used to, <laughs> like I used, to, I used to like go to these other worlds, and reading also makes you more compassionate, mm-hmm. you know. So that because that was something that was really intentional about this year that really helped, but. I I just got to read a whole lot this year, mm-hmm. mainly also because of my job. <laughs> yeah, like as a researcher and <laughs> yeah. other positions that you were forced to do research for. Yeah, this. like I had to read, and so it just really, it just, it just, it was really good for me. Share, share which books you read. So the top three books. It's really hard. The to way do. to limit it. I'm not gonna limit it. <laughs> just three books that I read this year. I'm not gonna say top okay. three books that I read this year was Pet by Akweke Emezi. P E T. By Kweke Emezi. They are um, a non binary black author, and it Real was such summary. a beautiful book. There's this town um, that has supposedly eradicated all monsters. However, the protagonist finds out that they have not eradicated the monsters, and the book, and the monsters are like people who are drug dealers, uh, abusers, people who have like domestic violence offenses, like, you know, essentially corrupt corrupt politicians this Mm -hmm. town has eradicated them and now angels are angels like run the town or like angels like keep the town safe and relatively it's a relatively safe and thriving town until the (laughs) protagonist learns that something is amiss it is a beautiful beautiful book you used a miss okay that's one book i highly recommend flawed by cecilia ahern fun fact she also wrote the book p.s i love you which is a movie with gerard butler and hillary swank that we both love i haven't read the book but flawed is a beautiful book and i'm on the second book of that series summary uh flawed is a town also that have supposedly eradicated or trying to eradicate flawed citizens so flawed citizens are people who have ethical uh, what's the word they make ethical mistakes or they make like or like or like something about their character is bad All right, say quotes. for instance my daughter was starving and i stole some bread to feed her and I got you will be considered flawed and if what would happen to me you would be you would go to court and you would and if you lost you would be branded somewhere so because you stole you'd be branded on your hand gotcha. within letter f okay and people aren't allowed to help flawed citizens they only get a certain amount of spaces on the bus it's real screwed up it's very much like now, you know, it's like, <laughs> it just so looks a little different. Black. And the protagonist is very by the book. She's very like, she believes in the flawed society, but one day she gets caught up and gets flawed. And it's, it's a very, I'm not doing it justice. I don't want to give any spoilers. No, 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 I think you're doing good. But good. it's, it's a good book. I explained it to Mikey and he was like, oh, that does sound like a good book. It actually book. sounded interesting. I've had this book for five years. It was a wedding gift. I never read it. I don't, who gave it to you? Shelby? Shelby. One of my closest friends from college. When we first got married, I am ashamed. As a wedding gift, she gave you a subscription. It, to Owl Crate, yes. Yeah, so Randy got like a random book every month. month or from the first three months of our marriage. <laughs> and I didn't touch any of them mm-hmm. because they were all YA, young adult novels. And I was like, nah. Randy's a young adult snob. Not anymore. Not anymore. But I was. Because I was like, nobody can beat Harry Potter. What are y'all doing? Leave me alone. 
but I was wrong. No, there it's are a, better young. There are great young adults. There are great young. I mean, not say better. There are also Hunger good, Games, comparable. Diversion. Yes. There are a whole bunch. Of, I mean, Twilight. I think it's considered a young adult kind of until you get to like the third book where they have another sex. I remember reading those Percy <laughs> Jackson books. The books were great. The movies are absolutely terrible, but. Yeah. No, even those were like, if they did it right, they could have been a Harry Potter. But, yeah. you know. I mean, it was a great book. So, and then final book is Eloquent Rage, A Black Feminist Discovers Her Superpower by Brittany Cooper, which I have also talked about on here. And I don't really read much nonfiction, but I was really happy I read that. She basically talks about rage being a force of good, especially for black women mm-hmm. and all these other things. I'm not doing it justice. I wrote about it on Instagram. If you follow me, you can go read that. I don't want to spend too much time on it. No, that was good. But it was great. Thanks, babe. Excellent job. I got to read a lot this year, and I'm thankful. And it's it not has saved over. my life. And you still can. And I still can. And we've learned that that can continue to be a constant going into other years of your life. Yeah. Yeah. I love you. I love you. That was good. Thanks. Okay. Yours. Oh, your fourth one. Is it your fourth one? Yes, yeah. your fourth That's one. That's right. If you like, you know, Transition you. Into. Produce me, girl. <laughs> um, so my fourth one of things we gained were new traditions. Y'all, Randy been cooking. <laughs> we um this is not an ad we signed up for hello fresh we did um because we're trying to stop eating out if anyone from hello fresh is listening and you want to give us free food we'll take it you know the email which oh, we'll say it at the end um <laughs> but randy's been cooking like hello fresh meals which is taking a little bit more cooking off my plate which has allowed me to like do more with drew or more around the house and it's like less draining in that way and these meals have been great they've been really good it's been great. They've been really good. It's been, all right, I make the breakfast or the lunch or something, and Randy got the dinner tonight, which means I can do this other thing. Like, it's just kind of, it's been really nice. We've had some wild, wild meals. That's, that's stuff we probably never would have cooked before. Um, Ever. Ever. Top, top top three, real quick. The meatball one we the had. Ravioli. The ravioli. Oh, the was ravioli really was really good. good. And that burger, not this last burger, but the, the one first before, burger. Yes, absolutely. That was really good. Oh, so, the tacos. You know, the tacos were great. Oh my god! It tacos was so good. <laughs> <laughs> like there's a, we there's just been a variety. There's it's been I don't know. It's been kind of like interactive. Like so, what are we doing for dinner tonight, Randy? We about the pages. We pick, like these are the ingredients we got. This is one of the ones what you feel like trying tonight. It's like I, I don't appreciate how they slid into my account and took the money <laughs> for this next box, even though I know I skipped the week, but we got some more food coming. <laughs> and it's okay because y'all can make up for it if y'all give us free anyway. Um, <laughs> But no, stuff like that has been really great. This new driving setup where mm-hmm. you're driving um, whenever we take trips and I'm driving back. All right. The only reason why this is happening is because you're not driving to work. We are driving way less than we ever did yeah. at any point in life. So we, We're we all had from home to now. find some time to split some time because it's not that I would just keep you away from the wheel. You had your own car yeah, and you drive. You go do your own thing. I'd be able to do my own thing. We are limited to there's about five different situations here where somebody's going to use the car. And so now, yeah, so now it's just like, you stick with the one and that's it. (laughs) And that's it. Or, you know, visit your mom. And so taking those trips have been great. Yesterday I had a whole, I don't know what to call it. Breakdown? I'd say breakup. Okay. I had a mental breakup. Okay. (laughs) I just, I came to some realizations because I'm, I'm able to read books that I enjoy. So I'm reading this book because Randy's driving. What's the book called? What's the book called? Uh, I'm right now I'm reading, I'm reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I'm going to do a whole indie review on it, but it just made me come to some really sad realizations <laughs> and I spoke to Randy about it. I had like a little epiphany and it was a great conversation. Mm-hmm. I don't know when we was going to do that or how Yeah, at all. Randy been creating the vibes while we taking these trips. 
Yeah, I have playlists. Check I've our always Instagram had playlists. stories. You know, we was almost you about to die, but you know, whatever. Like we weren't. We Randy were wanted to untwist die. her hair and drive with her knees. We were stuck in traffic. Yeah, I know. I tried to teach Randy how to drive with her knees, and she said that's dangerous. I would never. <laughs> First of all, I wasn't I driving with my knees because I'm too short. Okay, your thighs. I wasn't really touching the wheel. That's not really good to say either. <laughs> we were in traffic. We were in bumper to bumper traffic. I wasn't almost going anywhere. <laughs> Randy over here driving like who she hate. <laughs> Uh, they're so distracted what are they doing <laughs> i love you Whatever. but no it's it's just been it's been really great it's allowed fogs to lift yeah it's allowed us to see what it is that we just weren't paying attention to before i have enjoyed a lot of the new stuff that we're trying to roll out it's also become a tradition now for us to try new shit like just mm-hmm. like let's let's think of some new stuff that we can do instead of just kind of coasting on what we've already done yeah um i think it's just been a lot of fun it's been a lot of fun. It has. It's been great. We've been having different conversations, even the ride up to your mom's. We're setting new traditions for Drew also. Like now, she has a thing where it's it's my where's my uncle? Like where, yeah, where's my grandmother? Uncle? This is key auntie time. What are y'all doing? So She's it's like so it's cute. just been nice. It's been really nice. Any are there any other like traditions that we've like maybe established that I might have missed over or glossed over? Well, our weekends together. We walk. We walk now. We walk mm-hmm. a lot more. And, you know, Groot is getting some exercise. Yeah. Bless his heart. Y'all, I'm so happy this dog stuck around. Because <laughs> I know he be looking at us like, y'all got one more time. Y'all got one more time to he act like. Shit. <laughs> going ain't nowhere. <laughs> We've tried. Groot don't leave. Groot was just standing by the door. Yeah. He's like, this was fun. I want to come back in now. <laughs> nice. Okay. If you want to run away, you have our permission. <laughs> he just sit by the door. And now Drew knows his name. Groot. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy Groot. <laughs> That's what I but got, yeah. man. New traditions, fogs lifting. It's been... It's been good. What was your next thing? My fourth thing is mindfulness. I, I've i talked about this also on the pod somewhere between Indies and, and the Fools. But Everywhere. My mom was trying to get me into yoga in college. Mm. And I was like, nah, I'm trying to lose weight. I ain't got time to be stretching and meditating and doing all that dumb shit. So I didn't do it. But. (laughs) So you're not the only person who thought that yoga was just stretching and meditating and all that dumb shit. Like whenever you summarize it, it always ends with that dumb shit. I ain't doing that. I was like, no, I'm not doing it. I got goals and Mm -hmm. this is not going to help me. However, 2020 was like. Gotcha, bitch. And I I had so much anxiety, especially in March when we really didn't know what was going on. Mm. And um and I started doing yoga for anxiety to like quiet my mind and it just spiraled. And I'm so happy it did it because it spiraled into a lot of shit. Yeah. I'm so happy it did because it really has helped me like be very conscious of my breathing to realize how much I hold my breath. It helped me realize how much I actually don't move. Like I'm always busy and I'm always tired, but I'm actually not moving. And it's so strange mm-hmm. to realize that. Cause when I started practice, I'm like, Oh, I haven't like, I haven't lifted my arm today. And I can tell because. Cause so one of the videos I did with you when it did the whole, so go ahead because I know you aren't. Relax your jaw and lower yeah, your jaw. I'm like, like, oh shit, you don't know Take me. your tongue from the roof of your mouth. The, like every direction they're giving based off of like whatever you select. Like mm-hmm. that was genuine tension I was feeling. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Oh sh-. Right and now, I'm like, like always like, about to cry afterwards or during. <laughs> like not for not because I'm sad. Because my body is like, release. I your can body feel is, my body yeah. breathing. And so it's been really great. I finally found a black yogi that I can rock with. 
Mm. I'm so excited. I still love Sarah Beth, which is who I first follow. I know a lot of people also follow Adrian. I've seen some of her videos, but this black girl, her name is Ariana Elizabeth, and she has great videos, um, great practice. I feel really challenged when I do her stuff, even the beginner stuff. Like, it's stuff I haven't done before. I think that's also because a lot of people have paid content, and so they take their stuff off of YouTube and, like, put them on whatever platform they mm-hmm. have. But she's pretty generous, I think, with her content. But um, and so, so again, you starting it earlier in this year, March, March, maybe, has like it started as like I'm gonna randomly start doing this too. This is a part of our everyday. I have this to do this normal, every day before night, before bed, you know. And it's then it's now trickled into I'm you doing some you doing some extra shit like you doing weights with yo weights. Oh, and, yoga scope. Yeah, and it's it's the progression has been interesting. Yeah. The mindfulness that you've gained from it has been great. It has been just as great as the physical. Yeah, because uh, I answer a lot of questions on the mat. Like, I have a lot of things in my mind, and I start yoga, and I'm like, oh, that's the episode idea. Oh, that's what's wrong with me today. Like, it's just been really. Been great for it's us. It's really good. Yeah. Like, I have these awakenings on the mat. No, um, that, I, I think the yoga practice has been great. Yeah. And, I, and even the times where I got to do it with you, and the times where you, like, sat me down and was like, try this video, were great. Were they? I'm not. I'm not a. It's not that I'm not flexible. I can touch my toes at any point, even if it was like cold and I'm like right now. I can. I can do all of the things and I can stretch. It's just that my. I don't think I've been much too locked into my body in the way that you re- realize or recognize you are when you start doing yoga shit. Mm-hmm. It's just. It's different. It's different. I'm used to just moving. Like you know, you have your body. You, your body does what the hell it does, and. After a while, you just kind of get comfortable, kind of like with a relationship. And so you're just moving. You're just doing stuff. You're going about your day-to-day. But when was the last time you, like, lowered your shoulders? <laughs> like, stuff like that was, mm-hmm. like, a big deal. Like, there was, a, um, there was a back stretch that you made me do. And I'm like, nah, you know, the back of my shoulders, I'm, I'm pretty flexible there. It's fine. I did the stretch, and it was good. But she did something. You got to pretzel your arms up and then lean forward. And I was like, oh, shit. I have never felt the stretch in my back in this, in this, mo- in this place that's always hurt. Yeah. Ever before. I love it. Ever before. So it was just, it's, it's been, it's eye opening. I, I enjoy it. I also enjoy doing it when, you know, ain't no child around. So like, there, <laughs> there's that. You are, you're way better than me. There's, there are videos of Randy doing yoga with Drew and it's cute and everything. And you, I know you, 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 I get the pictures because I know you'd appreciate seeing them. But it's also like, who can do this with? Drew thinks it's time to jump on mommy or yeah, hug me. Like. She's like, oh, you want to hug? <laughs> Why, like, why else are your arms outstretched? My arms are outstretched and over my head. But yes, Drew, please climb on top of my thigh and hug me and almost make me fall. I start foam rolling and Drew takes that as a sign to ride. To my, get on my, top of Mike is so funny. She's exactly. like, okay, let's let's go. Let's ride. <laughs> like, Drew, that is stretching. <laughs> I got to catch that on video one day. She's like, oh, that, I know I, what time it and is. And the added weight helps. It's just like. I can't focus. She no thinks more. it's a game. Like I'm trying to. I'm be, trying to stretch muscles. Right. And you. You trying to play? <laughs> God. And I was like, I'm never mad about it. It's just like, but who can like really focus? It's really hard to like what hard. you're doing into practice with other people. It's hard like, to do yoga with Drewby. Yeah. But it, it, I'll, I'll work out with her. It's so funny. Okay, how about you? Your last one. It's your last one. Yeah. Last one. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen a lot of risks taken this year and there's something about when we have been put in situations specifically us where we're put in a, in a place where we're forced to move where the decision that we make actually benefits us because we 
are people or have been people historically as a as a couple and as individuals where if we can be comfortable, we'll stay comfortable. It's a survival thing. If we don't have to move, we won't move because movement comes with risk. Movement comes with unnecessary change. Maybe we just we just went through some change and we don't really see the need in rocking the boat as if doing something for yourself is rocking the boat or trying to take care of yourself in a different way is detrimental to someone else's well-being. Like, whatever the case may be, I've watched you become a risk taker when that just isn't. My norm. Isn't, it's not it doesn't come naturally to me. Do. And I have become more calculated at taking risks. And like, I don't know, I've just become smarter about the steps that I take. And I'm more mindful of myself about what it is that I'm doing. And I think that it's been really great to see. And it's not just us. I feel like I've seen that with other people as well. Um, people just trying shit that they that they've wanted to try finally coming to the realization that like, you know what, now's the time for me to do this. It don't have to be perfect. You just got to complete it. Cause what, what, what could happen if you do? Mm, you talk to yourself. Yeah. But he talk to himself first because, because Cause you need to listen. You need to listen. You need to listen, listen to what you're saying. I am listening. Don't just be saying it for the people. I'm not, I'm saying it for the people and me. You saying it to yourself first though. Yes. But this is a thing that happened. Mm. Y'all I'm about to walk into a risk and now you're going to be okay. I will be okay. You're going to be okay. I am, because you said it. Because you know it. Because I Paul Chapman. know it. I know it. God got me. Just do it. Yes, ma'am. <sighs> what were you saying about risk? Nothing. <laughs> we were taking risk and getting and being rewarded for it, for trying stuff that you wanted to do anyway, and just taking more of a what the hell. All right, let's try. Because you really, I mean, y'all, we've seen it. So many people have died this year. So many people have gotten sick this year. So many of us will not be the same. I don't think anybody mm. will be the same. If you're the same after 2020, I don't even know where you were. I don't even know where you were. Mm. Good or bad. Like, it will never be the same again. And it's just like, why wait? Like, Time I'm extremely is, thankful that COVID like, hasn't touched our family members directly. We have people It's getting who closer are and closer. To, absolutely. Um, also, because um, I just heard that Joe, Joe Budden got um You told uh, me that, yeah. It. But he, this is coming off. You know, his his dad apparently almost died from it. Like oh, was, I didn't know was that. dealing with it. It was very. It was they was about to say goodbyes, and then he was like, he he turned around to be okay. So like, I hope he's okay dealing with that. I don't know if this is a region, but it's it's just been tough. Mm-hmm. It's been tough trying to avoid a thing that you feel sometimes people are chasing. <laughs> it's tough. All right, lots of people chasing the virus. You know, but we got stuff to lose. But in the midst mm-hmm. of having stuff to lose, you know, we also got stuff to do, and so. We've had to take risks. And like you said, we have seen lots of people do things they normally wouldn't do yeah. for better or for worse this year. And it's been really interesting and empowering to see. I agree. <laughs> All, All right. right. And finally, what's your last thing? My final thing is this year has been a year of extreme intimacy and sensuality. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just been really just great. Um, I think this is more geared towards or towards us. But but I even in agree. friendships, I think that I think that friendships can be intimate. Maybe you know not like in the romantic way, but like in the what people disclose Closeness. way. Um, mm-hmm. There's been a lot of transparency and vulnerability. I feel like this year in my friendships, um, I have friends who usually don't tell, say anything about anything, like about what they're going through. Open up. I've had a lot I of think my that's friends. A, that's due to the fact that they the the way they would normally cope or avoid would be to do things and now you can't go nowhere um yeah that could also be it um a lot of family members and friends start therapy 
just like uh, uh, learning ourselves, I think can be a very intimate thing. Treating um, yourself well, treating is an ourselves thing. well, being self compassionate. But in terms of like us, I think I've, out of the four years going on five, we've been married. This has been probably for me the best year of sex. It's been as a couple, a, good year, a married couple. Like the feeling. Yeah, I'm okay. not saying like the sex hasn't been. I mean, we. <sighs> No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that you're saying anything. Oh, okay. I mean, we have good sex, but I'm saying I feel like it's been a really good year of consistently good sex. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just been really, um, I don't, I'm just really grateful. I'm realizing that, like, having someone to constantly touch is a blessing. There are mm. a lot of people out here who haven't been able to touch anybody, who haven't been able to be touched because of social distancing or physical distancing. Or because and they weren't locked in with a partner who they were actually close to. Or want to be. Yeah, or mm-hmm. want to be touched. You know, like, so being able to be able to hug on Drew whenever I want, you know, whenever she wants me to. And being able to, like, hug on you, <laughs> <laughs> kiss on you. Having access to touch has really been a big deal for me. I'm very grateful for it. I think it's just been a really, we've we just gotten to know each other a lot better, deeper this year. Through the podcast, through conversations we've never had before in life that have been prompted by this year. Mm-hmm. It's just been really great. And sparked other conversations that we need to have. And- yeah. And so I think in a, and, and essentially has made sex deeper and like better. No, no, I hear you. I hear you. You disagree. I have always, when it comes down to us doing something physically, that's always the place that I snap to anyway. I like, know. I, so I hear what you're saying, but that's just, that is my natural way of being. Pisces are disgusting. I do, why y'all are nasty i'm just saying this is why you, y'all nasty i was following this dude i still follow him i don't know how i ended up following him anyway he's on facebook and he was like trashing all the signs and he got to pisces and i was crying he was like you were a pisces they the most nasty motherfuckers ever you gonna have some like this nasty disgusting sex they should be ashamed of themselves <laughs> like <Not>. y'all are, <laughs> no. like y'all are disgusting and i was cracking because it was so true i couldn't find anything on leo yet because i knew he was gonna get to us but I no. saw that and I thought of you. But no, like, yeah. I know because that you always that you there. just getting intimate with somebody for the very first time in life, but they, they fucking around like they in love with you. And that, that feeling comes across. It's really, it's you. really, um, manipulative. It's not. <laughs> it I, if, if you enjoy intense, pleasurable, like engaging, like what the fuck is going on it is really in a good intense. way, sex. If you enjoy that, you should probably create that space every time that you do it because that's what you want. Yeah, but I feel like not just like the intensity. I mean, the intensity for me has been like really a a dramatic shift. Is that not the case for you? Are we having two different sexual experiences? I always have. (laughs) I'm I'm already there is what I'm saying. It is nice. I have seen you more consistently being there too. Like allowing yourself the space to be like, let me let this be intense. And not like, oh, we got something to do afterwards. Or oh, like, yeah, rushing. You know, like, yes. My issue is like, okay, the clock, the clock, your the, baby. If you're wake focused up. on the clock, you're not focusing on the intensity of what is happening to you right now. But mm-hmm. it, it, it remains the same consistent level of you know what the fuck about to go on. Like, 2020 like, has forced me to sit right here because I don't know when mm-hmm. right here going to ever happen again. <laughs> so. But yeah. Yeah. No, I, I 100% agree. I'm really glad that you made sure that you, and you, you ended us off with that one. But this has been a more year of like just... <laughs> You have sen- sensuality. Yeah. Which really is real. Like, yeah. And there have been moments where I've just like caught you on the couch, like sitting in the corner of the couch, you know, thighs all out, beckoning me. Beckoning anyway, you. And we like just, oh no, we just like sit down. Lord. And we chill. Even Drew has kind of been like, oh, y'all have your own little thing or whatever. Yeah, she was like, okay, I'll sit over here. <laughs> like, I'll do whatever. We got five minutes. 
And I'm going to come in for my hug. It does look like she gave us permission. She's like, you know what? I grant you. I'll let you hug each this other. Time I don't have to be to part of this. To sit down and talk. She do be looking, though. She does. She be peeping around the corner. Over her shoulder. It's so funny. Like, y'all anyway, don't get too close. But yeah, it's been. It's been good. It's been fun. Those, those moments are funny. I noticed those. So yeah, it's this has been a very intimate year. It has. I'm glad we've taken the time to find a way to make this space healthy with everything that's been going on. I agree. Engagement. What, if anything, have you gained this year? Let us know if you feel comfortable sharing. Shoot us an email at blackmailmare at gmail.com. That's B-L-A-C-K-M-I-L-M-A-R at gmail.com. Or leave us a voicemail at 770-750-4098. Or hit us up on social media with your thoughts on this episode. We appreciate it. When you bring your child home for the first time, you want a baby monitor you can trust. When you choose Stork, you choose technology trusted to monitor 10 million babies in hospitals every year. Stork continuously tracks your baby's pulse rate, oxygen saturation, and temperature. Visit MassimoStork.com to learn more. Stork, a revolutionary baby monitor, is born. Stork is not a medical device. Read and understand all product labeling. Massimo data on file. It's time for Randy and Mike's Fight or Flight. They've held it in all week, but you gon' hear it tonight. Don't really matter who is wrong or right, cause it's Fight or Flight. Fight or Flight. All right, baby love, what you got? All right, I'm gonna keep this to the point and short if you let this be. Okay. And just flee. That's my intention. Your intention is to make me run. I love that that's the energy you're coming so, with. So you're you've been irritating your daughter, and that wouldn't bother me if I didn't have to pay for that. If that if it didn't include or involve me at all, you could do whatever you want. See, but Drew does this. This started thing. off with you. Like it's just it seems like an. Attack. I feel like I you. Okay. Yes. Use I statements. Irritate <laughs> your daughter. <laughs> I feel when like you, you or when I. I'm oh, sorry. It's, it's I feel if, like when statements. I feel like when you irritate me mm-hmm. and irritate your daughter. <laughs> so Drew has been doing this thing lately. I don't know when she started it, but she calls our name. She'll say she calls my name. Everybody is mommy right now. Mommy, mommy. Everybody mommy. is mommy first before she remembers before what any, their actual title is. Yes. And everybody. It's up group. Group is group. It's mommy true. and group. The only two names she identifies. She don't got no dad. And if you say what if you say Drew, if you look, if you make eye contact with her like normal human huh. beings, she does not take that as you acknowledging her. She wants to hear. She yes. said she wants to hear. Yes. She mm-hmm. is reclaiming her time. You will say yes <laughs> to let her know that you hear her. So you can pretty much hear mommy, 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 mommy for minutes on end until you say yes, Drew. And that's your fault. Why are you coming at me? You so, want to say yes. When there are times. Uh huh. More often than not, when Drew looks at daddy, uh-huh. and she'll say mommy, mommy, and daddy won't answer when she says mommy because he's daddy. And so he says, Drew, I'm not mommy. And she goes, daddy. So sometimes she'll walk up to Mikey and be like, daddy, daddy, daddy. And Mikey just has a <laughs> smile on his face. And I don't know <laughs> what he's thinking. I don't know if he's just like, oh, my daughter is so beautiful. I love her. Yeah. Oh, she's so cute. She Look at is. how she says daddy. Like yeah. she's the cutest thing. But he just, and it, 
frustrates the shit out of her. Why does that frustrate? Oh, and, her. And so, <laughs> you know what happens next? What happens? Mommy? Mommy? Is now she's true? looking for Yes, is it is. That? And if she's not calling for me because you've not answered her, she's really super irritated and you think it's a game. <laughs> so now she's all the way up here because she's been looking at her dad in his eyes, calling his name, and he won't respond to her. And then he says yes. But now Judah said daddy so much, he forgot. What, what she you wants. Want. Yeah. It's frustrating, Mike. It's a game. It's Your a game daughter uh-huh. is calling you. You know what's funnier? It's those moments where she do she starts off with mommy. I'd be like, I'm daddy. And she starts saying dad, dad. And I just I look at her and I start I'm making eye contact. And she's just like, Hello. And she keeps calling my name and she starts leaning in. Like her my eye, baby got a dad, big head. Because she got my size head. And so dad. she started <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I was like, Yes, Drew. I was answering. Not every time. Everybody's not going to always say yes every time. But so, that's hello, that's baby what girl. She, what can I do for you? And that she don't take that as a you acknowledge her. And then she'll get it, get it, and whatever, and then just run off. Good times. It's really frustrating, Mike. What, because you're frustrated I'm because frustrated because, because your daughter is calling your name. Answer her. You know what to do. But you don't answer until four minutes. That's in, not being mommy. You just said that. True. You said there'll be four minutes past of hearing mommy and you wouldn't say no. I was giving them context because it's taking me a minute to realize <laughs> that unless I say yes, Jude does not acknowledge the fact that I've actually responded to her. I don't know where this girl is from. So what's my daddy limit? How many daddies before I got to answer? Mikey, if you hear your child call your name, <laughs> because when you call your name, this is why, and then you be mad at her. When you call Drew's name, and Drew look at you like you stupid, and she run, or she don't answer, and you be like, when no, I say come here, you Because she look at me, and here. I say come here. That is and then beside she run away. It's the different. Point. We've already responded. We are that now on the next step of the, the conversation. Point. All right, what's the point? You be wanting immediate responses? She do respond immediately. She just don't you be listen wanting immediate that. responses and follow through. Okay. And your daughter wants the same. And then you wonder why, when she wants consoling and things, how she don't want nothing to do with you. I ain't never thought about it like that before. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, because I've definitely brought this up to you. Nah, I ain't, and I ain't I'm never And I'm bringing seen it that. here for the people on record because I'm tired Got you. of so watching this. Do? this between y'all answer her so that she can answer you i'm tired of y'all i'm tired okay daddy daddy because after the 100 daddy it ain't cute no fucking more you gotta answer your child it's still cute i hear mommy 500 times a day i might hear daddy 20 you know let me enjoy daddy what's up kid all right i'm going to flee okay you 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 will get what you set out for my intention was for you to. i will well what mike I'll answer before she say daddy three times. <laughs> Is that a good compromise? Daddy? Daddy? Dad? Because I do let it go another three right after that. I like that. He that, just that looks at her and off. smiles and it, you can tell she's frustrated. She's just like, I don't understand what like, you're doing. I know doing. this is your name. I finally got it right. It's not mommy. It's that. Right. Then, that's another thing for Drew. Like you told her you're not mommy and then she says who you are and then you just look at her. Not every time. Sometimes I do say yes right after. All right. So I will, I will limit it to three max. Okay, whatever. Just answer your child. I'm not shaking your hand. Shake my hand. A gentleman's agreement. Mikey. Huzzah. <laughs> PDA. All right. Oh, You're it's first. on me. So you have taken chances, made some mistakes, and had some really big wins because of it. And... Coming off of what we talked about earlier with you just not being 
one who will take risks. Having the space to try some things that are new and trying some things and betting on yourself, you have won. And I love seeing you win. Now, we've had this conversation in person. Yes, we have not had this on the mic. Okay, it sounds because familiar. I've been avoiding talking about it because we you haven't said anything and because we haven't like put that out there. But You can say something. Okay. Not until you do. I mean, you um, can. Okay. And right after that, I'm going to do a whole episode. No worries. I love seeing you win. Mikey. <laughs> I really do. It, there's just something about watching you succeed because I already, I know, because I know you. I know you better than other people. I'm aware of the work that went in to, to what it took for you to really accomplish your goal. And I'm talking about just like the physical workload that you have to carry, but all the mental that you put behind the physical. I I don't know nobody to overthink as much as you. I don't. I don't know nobody to overthink second, fourth, eighth guess themselves when it comes to certain things because that's just how your mind works. You just really are a perfectionist in that way. You want your performance to be the best that it can be. And so because of that, you you just put a lot of yourself into something. And so when it finally comes out with you being victorious, I just be wanting to cry for you. I be wanting to cry for you. I be wanting to laugh with you. I be wanting to have buy you a trophy. I'm just really proud of you. Thank you. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> You're a big deal. Thank you. And I see you. Thank you. I probably was a little vague, y'all, but... I got a specific exactly. Yeah. Maybe we'll get specific in December. <laughs> before we, we, right, before we, right before we wrap up. But thank you, babe. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. My PDA is, I got a new desk because I had to. <laughs> I had to get a new desk and... I talked about this on my indie oh did you (laughs) it was a whole thing i ordered a desk and it got sent back it was just the whole thing and i had to get a new desk and i was really discouraged but we found one mikey actually found one so i was like look can you compile some options did we talk about the ordeal on the last episode i think we did talk about this time yeah anyway i finally got my desk you found some options and we both looked at them and because i found my first desk and it was a whole bust and I was like, I actually will just know. And he was like, well, look, how about I, how about I'll look up some things? Because I were, know what you like. You were getting into that space where you were deflated and you had every reason to be. It was a lot. To that point, it was like, I just did all this shit and I'm still doing work. I'm doing work, work, actual work on this folding table. Yeah, like, I had a folding like, table and it, it was just, I was really discouraged. And anybody, especially if you're working from home, you know, you need a functional space. And you I'm do. just like, I cannot function. And it's very difficult for me, somebody like me to do quality work in a space that's not functional. I just want to function. Well, you can't <laughs> I just really want to function be able to do... on a five by three foot table. It was really bad. When you got a whole TV screen. <laughs> and a computer laptop. and it's like in plants. And I'm just plants. like, this is stupid. Anyway, so you found it and it was like one of the options. We looked through them both. I was like, this is a great desk. I finally was like, okay. And you put it together is my greater point. Mm-hmm. You put it together, even though I had every intention of helping you. We have a child, and she likes to put shit in her mouth. So we realized, oh, we gotta somebody gotta actually make sure this baby isn't swallowing screws. She gotta leave. We can't put screws in her mouth, you know, or nails or whatever she be trying to. So it turned into a whole thing, and you ended up doing it yourself. <laughs> it, was great. it was really, and it, you were, we were up really late, and thank you, and. You also recently gifted me with this watch, and I'm not a watch person. Like, I have a Fitbit. Um, I'm not a watch person. I actually have, like, one take-me-out watch 
four years ago as I think as a wedding gift. I don't know. Either way, I don't wear it often because you're only supposed to wear it when you go somewhere very nice. Mm-hmm. And you got me this really nice watch from this black owned company and it's very nice. It's like a power color. And mm-hmm. it was really unexpected because these are not things that I asked for. No. It was also really weird for me because I have to like I had to figure out why it was difficult for me to like accept the watch at first. I even accept I accepted the watch. Okay, I took the watch. But <laughs> <laughs> like why? Yeah, like why I felt weird about it is mm-hmm. because I'm not used to getting gifts like that unless something is wrong. Read my father. So we had and to, like, like <laughs> we did have a moment. I was, I was like, like, so, so are you clarify. apologizing like, for something? Not or? apologizing. <laughs> It's I didn't do anything wrong. wrong. No one else is pregnant. Uh, um, there has been nothing. Nothing has happened. This is not. This is not to make up for something. This is because of something you did. Yeah, because I usually only want like books and stuff. Like I, I have a very simple, and it's not because of like and not, not valuing myself. You're simple. It's not because you like simple shit. It's it is just, because that's what you're used to. That's just like that's just safe keep it. Simple. Yeah, it's just for. like these are gifts that I that have no negative connotation with them. And like, can't nobody hold nothing over me by giving me a, a book? I'm like, nigga, yeah. that was a book. Like, I'm yeah. not, I don't owe you nothing. Buy my for book, this book. Nigga, Like, <laughs> I don't gotta stay with you. I ain't gotta have another baby. No, but really, it was really nice. Um, <laughs> it's a really nice watch. And I just think you, Mike, it's very thoughtful of you to really do that and to help me with my desk because you know how bad I took. It. <laughs> like, I was so hurt. That was it's such, like I was just like, this is so stupid. And I gotta cuss these customer service people out, which I didn't. <laughs> I did not curse anyone out. Randy is the kindest person at telling people about themselves. Long term. I wrote Randy this very thorough email. Some, you know what? In a time like now, <laughs> it would be really nice if people followed through with what they said they were going to do. And it's so sad that you guys didn't. So, no, I will not be purchasing anything else from you in the future. May you have a blessed day. I did not say. I hope that you are healthy and Rona free. All the best with love, Randy. I did not say with love, but also don't catch coronavirus. <laughs> Stay safe, but no, I would not recommend my friends to you. Randy was steaming, y'all. Randy pissed. I'm like, ooh, all the shit you selling, you telling me? Put that on paper. Put, write that down. Let them niggas know about their mamas. Like, that's what, that's what you're supposed to do. I read this thing and I'm just waiting. I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm waiting for the moment. I'm like, all right, this sounds really kind. No, because I can't be messing up my karma out here. But I also, it was a very, it was a thought out. It was a review, okay? They got a one-star review. Anyway, Mm -hmm. thank you, Mike, because I was struggling. I was struggling to put this desk together, and it's a beautiful desk, and I can work, and it makes me feel really good, and I can be productive. And you're the best. And you've really been, like, acting on the fact that you're proud of me. You've been helping me out. You know, I can put IKEA stuff together, but this, 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 this. That everybody ain't name. IKEA stuff. This, they were they uh, instructions suck. It's just not. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't the move. It's a great desk and it looks beautiful. Yeah, and it serves you, which it is does. its purpose. So I don't care how it made me feel. <laughs> putting it together. So thank you. You're welcome, baby. To invest in the show and support us to get ad free, exclusive, and extra content. Head over to patreon.com slash Black Millennial Marriage. The Black Millennial Marriage Podcast is a Domino Sounds Network. New episodes twice a week. Yes, the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast Fight or Flight Jingle 
was created by Ebony Janae at Janae's Jingles. Details in our show notes. We are now and still available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and all other major streaming services. Rate us. Five stars. If you enjoyed this episode. Or if you didn't. Be sure to check out our website, www.blackmillennialmarriage.com and follow us on social media platforms. On Instagram, we are Black Millennial Marriage. On Facebook, we are Black Millennial Marriage Podcast. And on Twitter, we are at underscore the Chapman. Thank you again for listening, y'all. Be blessed. Don't settle. Fight clean. Peace. <laughs>